Welcome, one and all, to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here, as always, with my lovely wife, Angela, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew, and our special guest, Mr. Purcell Beasley. How are you guys doing? Doing, awesome. doing well, thank you. So, uh, so today is... December 15th. December 15th, uh, or, or the Ides of December. And oh, today's the 14th. I'm sorry. It's the 14th. Mm -hmm. I'm a day ahead. Okay, so we're a day ahead of ourselves, but I'm telling you, there's a, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on. Um, so uh, I, they haven't taken a, well, I guess they took a formal vote yesterday. That's, a, I mean, to, that's kind uh, of a moot point. Everything's going down party lines. He's going to get impeached. Impeachment will not be confirmed by the Senate. It's your I mean, I can tell you. Well, we, we, we know it's not going to be confirmed no, by the Senate. but he's, he is going to have to go mm -hmm. through impeachment. And, mm -hmm. and I believe that the black mark on his legacy, actually, he has two. We won't talk about the first one because it's not related to what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. But the second black mark on his record is going to be the one that um, the House is going to vote to impeach him. So exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, in, in perspective, though, it's not important. I think the important thing is to realize that he is the merchant of Babylon the Great. And Thank you. Exactly. And, and yeah. that his it's place... It's scriptural. And that his place in prophecy has been foretold. Oh, yeah. So, so uh, a, lot, a lot, you know, kind of... The impeachment's important, but what is happening and not being talked about is way more important and uh, we're being distracted as we speak you know by by satan basically he's True. basic he's basically telling us don't pay attention to what's going on in the middle east Me meanwhile you know um iran is is like winding it up for us yeah it's uh iran's been so there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on between Iran and Iraq. Um, as we know, they're both fair and stable with riots going on. Yes. Uh, and what it, what's given the opportunity, when whenever you have instability, it gives the opportunity for nefarious forces that want to assume control to, to come get walk in there. Right in, yes. That's exactly so. In Iraq, you've got Muqtada al Sadr who's kind of pulling mm -hmm. the strings right now. Mm -hmm. His men are there. Uh, in Bari Square, and they're just doing their thing, and then... Uh, well, you know, we, we talked about Muqtadar al-Sadr a while back. Um, I'm not going to go back to the specifics about when we did, but there are a couple things that, that America needs to remember uh, as they begin to... Because even though they, it, it won't be the beginning of their dealings with Muqtadar al-Sadr, no, but it'll be the first time that America will realize that oh, it is, is Muqtadar al-Sadr. Yeah. Um, He's pulling the strings. Yeah, he's pulling the strings. Muqtadar has mm -hmm. a lot of reasons to do the things that he wants to do oh, sure. to America. Sure. We are responsible for, what is it? So responsible for his father, his brothers, mm -hmm. and sure. for his uncle's death. So, yes. so with that in mind, know that we will not be dealing with someone who doesn't believe in his heart that he has the right to do what he's going to do. Yeah, I mean. And his religion tells him that he's justified. Right. And, and he, he is a brilliant man. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. 
So he knows that he doesn't want us on the PM ship. Mm -hmm. What he yeah. wants to do is put his puppet in there. Yeah. You know, I'd like to elaborate just a bit on that individual who believes that he has the right. Uh, oftentimes, uh, we as Americans don't know that ISIS, Hezbollah, Hamas, all those terrorist fashions, um, they want people to believe that the majority of the things that they are doing is out of the Quran. It is not. True. The Quran, just like any other religious book, two things that you'll always see in any religious book, and they all preach it the same, peace and love. Now, all of these guys that are involved in all these terrorist acts, and I, uh, I'm kind of, I don't like to use the word terrorist because of course, as we know, one man terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. True. So, uh, and I've been on both sides of that spectrum, you know. Oh, wow. But I said, I said those things to say, the information that they always go by is the Hadiths. Mm -hmm. And the Hadiths is not the religious book of Islam. The Hadith is only the sayings of the prophet. It was, for instance, if a Muslim male came to the prophet and he said, uh, Prophet Muhammad, my wife refused to obey me. Prophet Muhammad, not coming out of the Quran, he would say, beat her. Beat her 100 times. So this information that these guys are getting comes from the Hadith, from the sayings of the Prophet, not the Quran, just from another man telling them, this is how you should, this is what you should do. So the same thing that we are experiencing with the, um, the innocent deaths, the, um, just the mayhem in general that these organizations are performing, all of those things they're getting right out of the Hadiths. Because anything that you wanted to talk about, the prophet had, if you brought it to him, he had an answer for you. Didn't so, necessarily have to be right. So in other words, it's, it's, not, like, it's not like a Christian. Um, and, and, and my question is, is my, my, my question seems kind of shallow, but it's, it's really not. Uh, in other words, a Christian would go to his pastor the same way a Muslim would go to, to a religious to leader, a religious or, leader yeah, they imam and, or something, yes. and ask a question. You know, my my wife refuses mm -hmm. to obey me. How mm -hmm. do I deal with it? Mm -hmm. And he'll pull out the Bible and start looking for scripture to, you know. What did God or the to prophet back up say? what he's about to say? Right. Mm -hmm. See, and the hadith and 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 the Muslims they don't do that. No, because, well, righteous Muslims go to the Quran. Okay. That's why you have more real practicing Muslims than you do these nut buckets. See. Gotcha. Because they're reading the hadiths, which was only the sayings of one man, and probably. 
90% of the time he was wrong, but he said that stuff, you know, and because they're, they're performing it today. You know, okay. who would kill innocent people for no reason? You know? Well, the scarier thing is that they've taken it one step further. Mm -hmm. So the reason I say that is classic case is, you know, uh, John Bolton allowed Israel to bomb the PMUs right. in Iraq. And the PMUs went to Haiti, who is their Ayatollah. Yes. And said, what shall we do? Yep. And his reply was, well, I receive a fatwa, an ordinance from God. See? Kill yep. the Americans in Iraq mm -hmm. until they leave. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. So... Mm -hmm. So they don't even go to the Hadith anymore. Yeah, I, I have received exactly a message, message from God. From God and says, and you this. know, yeah, as if they're, well, I cannot doubt that because so many of us, we attempt to talk to God, you know, sure. ourselves, you sure. know, when we've been um, wrong, when mm -hmm. we've been right. Mm -hmm. In every instance, we take it to God. Sure. And of course, um, um, we do that and we base it on the knowledge that we have in the Bible. We okay. use those footprints. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of your, uh, your Muslims around the world that are involved in these um, illegal acts of terrorism, they're just going to their religious imams and things of that nature. Even going back to Prophet Muhammad, he was supposed to have received his knowledge of Islam through what they call the night of power. Mm -hmm. So, okay. and for, in the Quran, it says that the Muslims don't know what day it was. All they know is that he received word from God on a odd, number of day, meaning that it was either on the 23rd or the 25th or the 27th. So doing their fast, they fast a certain way during that period of time so they can catch that day that he actually received word from God, gotcha. the night of power. So mm -hmm. they, um, that's where that information in reference to him come from as if he's on a pedestal and of course, uh, God chooses who he wants to put the word out. As we know, Prophet Muhammad couldn't read or write. Mm -hmm. So I, that has always amazed me that, I mean, I, now, before I say what I'm going to say, let me preface it with God can do anything. Yes. However, I don't believe he did that. I don't believe that the prophet Muhammad who couldn't read or mm -hmm. write mm -hmm. had the understanding that would be necessary to actually understand the word of God. Now, you, you know what you just said there um, through some of my studies during the night of power, even though he could not read or write, he had several scholars with him. And as God revealed the word to him, he revealed supposed to have revealed it to him and they wrote it down okay so that's how that was supposed to happen uh and i'm like you 
I do not believe those things, you know. All I can say, yeah. all I can say mm -hmm. to that is, oh, okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, you, but you know one thing I was always taught, um, especially in religion, and I grew in my spiritual walk with uh, Christianity because I was able to get around and speak to people of other religions. So one thing I discovered was two things. They believed in peace and they believed in love. So I thought to myself, I said, now, if they actually believe in those things, which we do in Christianity as well, what would happen? How could you tell one from another if everybody was naked and they perform peace and love? How would you know what religion they was? And, you know, and I think, I, I personally think that that's where Christians get caught up when they deal with Muslims. Mm -hmm. or, or at least, uh, let, let me take that back. Let me say that's where I got caught okay. up mm -hmm. in my dealings with mm -hmm. Muslims. Mm -hmm. Because um, I would sit down, we would, we would talk, I would hear the same things mm -hmm. from them that mm -hmm. I would hear from my pastor. Uh -huh. And it, it wasn't until uh, uh, another pastor finally sat me down and said, okay, look, here's the Quran and here's the Bible. Mm -hmm. and, and he opened them both and he began to read from both mm -hmm. and I began to see the difference. Yeah. I mean, there's differences. Right? Oh, it's definitely. very simple. Oh, yeah. There's, very simple. Yes. But, but, you have, but, but you have to do, I guess what I'm really trying to say is that you have to go back and look at the text. Yeah. In, and I, I think that... Um, you sort of misunderstood me there. Um, when you deal, one thing about the truth, it has no equal. True. No matter where it's coming from, even if Satan walked through this door right now and he told me something or told us something that we knew to be true, we would have to act on that. Now, anything come out of his mouth afterwards, you better get out of the way, Satan. You Thank know, you. But the... But they, but truth the truth is no always going to be that's truth. right, it and it's never no it's never going to be disputed. It's always going to be, there. and that's how come we Christians deal in what Jesus Christ left us to perform the truth to perform. See, we we don't have no no A, then D, then P. We have A, B, C, D. We have that walk of life that he left us. True. So if we walk that walk of life, Christ-like, you know, to be wiped clean, if we want to be Christ-like, we have to walk in his very steps. And that's how we become Christ-like. Wow. Andrew? Yeah, I mean, Thor's got it right. It's... It's really simple. It's, it's very the, the simple. The Quran says, God begets no son. The Bible says, the son was God. That's, That's right. related in a nutshell. If you were, God said, if you're looking at my son, you're looking at me. Okay. <clears throat> and, and I think that's, that's, 
it's a message that Muslims do not. It, it's one of those things that when you deal with Muslims, if you don't see it, they won't show it to you. That's right. That that they're that they're. Their book says, God begot no son. Uh -huh. So if you don't see it, they won't show it mm -hmm. to you. And because they don't show it to you, you could very easily get caught up sure. in their dogma. And I'll tell you something else that you'll see, mainly in the Middle East, is they keep, a lot of your Islamic countries keep the people blinded. Mm. Especially in religion. This is true. Blinded. And then what happens when that little inkling of light reached through and just so happened there's some Christians there now. The Muslims always want to per perpetrate something against them because they're going to be speaking the truth and they don't want their people to hear the truth because they've been keeping them in the dark. See, that's how you control people, by taking away the book. See, but those Christians that live in Iran, Iraq, you notice they're always being persecuted. Yes. Because they're putting the truth out there. And those countries do not want their people awaken to such a truth. Because what happens when you hear the truth? You want more of it. It's almost like eating a, a, a delicious piece of cake. You want you more. You want more of it. That's right. And, and uh, there, there, is, there are quite a bit of, of uh, Christians now mm -hmm. in, a, in, in, in Iraq especially mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that yes. are, are, are pushing the ball forward and, and getting people awake. Sure. Yeah. But we're going to take a break right here. And when we come back, we're going to pick up right here where, where we're going to leave off. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew and our special guest, Purcell Beasley. Um, before the break, we were talking about what's going on, how Bukhtar al-Sadr has yeah, he's assuming control. control. You know, he has had control. It's just that he's getting more and more control. More and more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think what's concerning right now is um, what they haven't been telling us about what's going on in Iraq, so from Iran. So the the issue right now is that um, you know we were talking earlier about President Trump and how he made a mistake in releasing the Syrian troops, right, and then sticking them into Western Iraq. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they did that, I said, you know, they're going to get bombed probably sooner by or later the, by the IRGC, mm -hmm. and it wasn't reported. But 17 rockets were fired from yes. Syria at them. Yes. And unfortunately, no U.S. troops No died. U.S. troops, yeah. But the initial report, even military reports, said it came from ISIS. I'm like, it didn't come from ISIS. ISIS was more than happy 
that they were leaving. Yeah. Why yeah, would they, they bomb yeah, at us yeah, from Syria? Yeah. No. They don't, the last thing they want us is to turn around and, and come back. That's come back. right. They <laughs> was loving like, it that we was getting out of Dodge. It's like it's Iran. It's the IRGC. It's the PMUs that are attacking. Doing that. That's right. And, and that's kind of what's been being confirmed over the past week. And the thing is, they're acting as renegades. See? Because well, they're saying... We don't go along with the Ayatollah saying we're right. going to do what we we're going to do. We want to do what we want to do. That's right. And mm-hmm. and and you know it's funny because I talk to 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 other learned people who, when I tell them that you know, hey, uh, you know, Iran just. Sent, shot rockets at our mm-hmm. our troops mm-hmm. in in Iraq, mm-hmm. and they go, "Well, I didn't hear about it." Oh, you're not gonna hear about it. And I'm like, "It's a black house." If if it's the, if they they'll tell me if it's not on ABC News, I don't mm-hmm. believe you. Mm-hmm. And if well, I had hair to something. pull out, I would pull it because <laughs> <laughs> because, because I, I I don't think. I don't think they understand, first of all, the distraction that everything in Washington has created. Exactly. It, it, it was purposely done. The distraction by it exactly. is, was purposely done. Yes. And, 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 and Andrew, you and I have talked about this several times. I mean, and, and when you said it at first, I, I didn't get it, but now I see it. Mm-hmm. The only thing that will really save Trump, sure, because he's going to be impeached. We know that. Mm-hmm. The only thing that, well, no. So even though he, McConnell has already promised that he will not be removed, okay, but his retaliation will be to start a war. Sure. That will guarantee that he gets reelected so that he could, could he could complete whatever it was that he started. I think that's kind of crazy, but I believe that that's what's going to happen. That is a tactic that has always been left uh, in the hands of a president when he thinks he's on his way out the door. The only reason why Nixon could not uh, pull it is because he was a year over. Well, he already had a raging war. Yeah, we already had a war. Yeah, Yeah, he already (laughs) had one. He, I mean, I mean, Nixon knew that the reason why he got reelected was because of Vietnam. Sure, but my point is that the reason why he could not get do that again was we were already gone. We had already made had the peace talks. And that was already written in stone. Yeah. So that couldn't save him anymore. See. I think I think what you don't mention, mm-hmm. and it's kind of scary mm-hmm. if you look, if you read the mm-hmm. papers of Nixon, mm-hmm. he was actually thinking about nuclear war. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 well, that, he, he's like, well, that war's done, but well, he was. He, I, I think create he, another war. I think he was three hours away from pushing he was the, the button. He was oh, I wouldn't doubt it. it. But he, he was, was not. He had quite a few people that would back such a thing if you guys remember in 1964 true when goldwater ran for uh presidency yeah that's what that was one of his statements i will give vietnam x amount of time to surrender then i'll turn it into a wasteland yep that was his very speech Mm -hmm. i never uh one time um 
it was probably in 60, 68. Uh, I just came back from uh, Dominican Republic. Okay. And this guy, we, he, he was at the uh, blacktop. They was doing something else. He was headed somewhere down in uh, Central America. But his car had pulled up, and this guy, this guy had more gadgets in his car, in his limousine, than Batman. That wow. is, I mean, he had. <laughs> it looked. <laughs> when the door opened, he says, "I want to speak to the troops there." When when the guy opened up the door, and I looked in that car, I said, "Wow." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which president do you want to talk to? Yes, it's like turn this into yep, yeah. turn this into a submarine. Oh okay, my god! <laughs> I've never seen go. nothing like that, you know. And this was in '68. Wow, you know. And he walked past all of us, shaking our hands and stuff, you know. But I could not help but think about that car. It was a Chrysler um, New Yorker. Wow. And it was oh. As soon as you open up the door, it looked like he had gadgets from all over the world. I mean, I was like, what does this guy sit at in here? You know, cause yeah. it, it was other people traveling with him, the driver and two bodyguards. And I was like, how do they get in this car? Because it was gadgets, just lights flashing. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was like, wow. wow. <laughs> but that's when I knew that he was a nut, too. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, Goldwater, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh. I heard a report this morning um, uh, talking about, well, I guess they're finally realizing that Bolton and Pompeo have, have created a red line. We've talked about mm -hmm. the red line they've created, sure. but it's... It, it, it's not in the mainstream yet. Sure. Well, and it's kind of on the mainstream. Oh, yeah. Pompeo came out yesterday and reiterated that red line. Yes, he did. So mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the interesting thing is that the red line's there, and he's saying the red line's there, guys. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's strange <laughs> you should mention uh, John Bolton because John, he's a true patriot. He is. And he loved politics he does and when they brought some of the things that he started to see and he says don't get me involved in that drug transaction that the, and that's because the, and that, that's it hurted it him so like. bad that he used terms like that mm -hmm. you know and people's like what is he talking about was it actually drugs so mm -hmm. no he was just using that as a, yes. you know it, it was a metaphor yes and if you, if you mm -hmm. looked at yep. what was going on mm -hmm. That's exactly mm -hmm. what it looked like. Mm -hmm. Three guys in mm -hmm. the back room yep. cooking some <laughs> cooking some crack. Okay, <laughs> that, that's what it looked like. Yeah, and thirty years ago, it may have been. Yeah, but if you think about yeah. it, <laughs> if you think about it from the, from, from, from the practical <laughs> side, if you if you look at it practically, you say, well, okay, so there's a red line. That most of America, most of the Republicans who support sure. these guys, sure. haven't even seen. No, they have not seen okay. this. We have a U.S. ambassador who is looking at what's going on mm -hmm. in Ukraine mm -hmm. and calling it a drug deal, mm -hmm. yet he won't talk. 
And that's where the politics come in at. He, 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 he's not talking. No, he's not talking because he but, knows he's going to get what, he, what he's been working for. But everybody is saying right. it for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not Yovanovitch. Uh, the British lady. Oh, uh, um, now or in no, the past? She she spoke a couple weeks ago. Oh, you to oh the, the one that resigned. Yeah, oh, didn't she resign? Yeah, she did resign. Okay, um, I can't think of her name. Yeah, either. yeah. But but she called it out. She called it, you know, uh, an errand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, that's what it was. Yeah, because yeah. that's what it was. You guys are over here playing games, and we're doing real policy mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And you guys are here. You're doing you're doing what Trump did when he finally went to Vietnam yeah. the first Politics. time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 and, and, and I think I, I seriously believe that there are Republicans who are beginning to think about Vietnam, especially guys who, who went mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and know that, you know, Vietnam was a nasty war. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that a lot of things went down in Vietnam that shouldn't have happened, true sure. enough. Mm-hmm. But most of us who were called to go either tried to go or went. Mm-hmm. If you look at the number of draft dodgers compared to the number oh, of troops well, who yeah. win, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's kind of unprecedented. So the fact that Trump finally went to Vietnam and created a mess over there, mm-hmm. I think people are beginning to call out the fact that he didn't go when he should have went. But, you know, um, back then, um, myself, along with my other three brothers, we served in um and um, my brother Gregory, who was a radical, you know, uh, I'm going. I'm going in uh, uh, as a, a 4F, you know. And of course, 4F meant that you was unfit for military That's duty. What it meant. But they sort of tricked him, and they said, uh, "Well, uh, Mr. Beasley, you're not unfit." You're just trying to get over on the government, you know, and uh, he was like, he was, he like, was drafted anyway. He was like know. Klinger in MASH. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, during, during the Vietnam era, we had we had three types of enlistments. You know, you had the U.S. Those were guys that you see on their dog tags. You'll see um, the acronym U.S. on it, okay. meaning that you was you mm-hmm. were drafted. And you're only going to be around for so long. So you top sergeants, make sure they get on the front lines and, you know, because they'll be gone tomorrow, you know. And then you had RA. And then, of course, you had um, you only had one National Guard unit ever served in Vietnam during the Vietnam period. But yeah. mm -hmm. Um, And they were from a, um, a ranger unit. They were uh, National Guards from a ranger unit. Okay. And they ended up in Vietnam. But. You had U.S., R.A., and then you had um, your NGs, then you had your reserve units. In each one of those units, um, they had, they was in support. So a lot of guys who went to Vietnam, you could have went to Vietnam and it would have been just like, I've been places in Vietnam that's just like downtown Denver, True. you know, so it wasn't, you know. You, a lot of guys, uh, you seen these guys in all these clean, beautiful uniforms. You say, where you guys stationed at? 
Oh, we stationed right here in Saigon. Not a piece of dust on the uniform. Mm -hmm. So it, it was, uh, or that was the one religious, a conscientious objector. Yes. There were a lot of guys uh, Yes, uh-huh. Well, actually, they went in. They just didn't have to pick up a weapon. Mm -hmm. After basic training as a conscientious objector, you don't have to pick up a weapon anymore. You don't have to carry one. Yeah, but you do gotta know how to use one. Oh well, that's what basic sure training. That's yeah. what basic training teach you. Once you, as any whatever you come in as, especially a conscientious objector, after basic training, you won't pick up another weapon unless you want to. Okay. See? Yeah, that would be on you. But yeah. that's one thing that the military has always respected was your religion. See, you know. Mm. Yeah. Andrew. So I think, yeah, I'm not actually a quote. So the, the writing's on the wall. Oh, yeah. Essentially. So Trump and Pompeo, who's actually in the same impeachment process, mm -hmm. they're, yeah. they're starting to get worried. So they're saying, we're, we're going to have to get out of this somehow. Yes. So mm -hmm. the interesting thing is, uh, you know, we talked about this, that Pompeo had set up a red line. Mm -hmm. And the red line is if one U.S. troop dies by Iran or its proxies, mm -hmm. We're going to go to war. Okay. Yes. So, so the writing's on the wall. So just uh, 24 hours ago, Pompeo came out and he said this. He said, U.S. Secretary of State slammed Iran-backed militias in Iraq for an attack near Baghdad International Airport mm -hmm. that wounded five Iraqi soldiers. So essentially, we were talking about this rocket mm -hmm. attacks. Mm -hmm. there, there have been 10 rocket attacks yes. Yes. ever since we left yes. Syria. So, um, and, and by God's grace, no Americans have died yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but he said this, he said, to Iran's leaders, the U.S. will respond decisively if Iran or its proxies harm U.S. personnel yes. or mm -hmm. our Iraqi partners. Mm -hmm. So he's actually he's brought actually in the red line wider. wider. So it's not just U.S. Yeah, troops. Not, now we're talking about Iraqis as Iraqis, well. And we're in talking general. about non-military. Well, see, yes. and, and, and I would imagine that the reason for that is, is, you know, when we pulled out of, of Iraq after uh, the second desert storm, mm -hmm. we left, we did the same thing there that we, that we almost did in Vietnam, although in Vietnam, they like jumped in the boat. You're not leaving us, right? Mm -hmm. But but we left a lot of of uh, of uh, people that helped us behind. Sure. And and we left them exposed, just like we, we did the we, Kurds. We do that in every war, and there's no reason for it. No, there isn't. You should always stand with your allies that stood with you. And and I think that's going to be the next problem that's going to come down the pike for us, mm -hmm. not just in the Middle East, but in Europe as well. Oh, yeah. Because um, Trump has a way of turning his back on our allies and smiling at guys like Putin. Mm -hmm. And even though I know Putin is not a part of what's happening today, and he's really doing his best to, to, to stay out of the way and mm -hmm. out of the limelight, um, we still have turned our backs under Trump. We, we've actually done it under almost every president where we turn sure. our backs on mm -hmm. our allies. Mm -hmm. But this is very obvious. Sure. Very mm -hmm. true. Okay, so we're going to take another break.
I have once again run my mouth way too much. I'm Michael Van Lowe, and this is The Prophecy Show on the... Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew and Mr. Purcell Beasley. And, uh, Andrew, what do you think? I think we're going to have a war pretty soon. Okay. I second uh, that emotion. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, the writing's on the wall. So it's, it's, it's very, very simple. So you've got, on one side, you've got the U United States. You've got a... President and Secretary of State that are mm -hmm. basically in deep doo-doo right now. Mm -hmm. True. Um, so they're about ready to get impeached. Mm -hmm. um, and Pompeo has already set up the red line. So he set this up six months ago. Mm -hmm. Yes. And he set up a situation in which we could get into war. Sure. Um, it wasn't so much Trump's idea, but John Bolton and Pompeo had this idea mm -hmm. that they like to get after Iran. So what he has done is he's come back and said basically what he said last time. But he has said, the, and now it's much bigger. Yes. Now it's Iraqis, mm -hmm. and now it mm -hmm. includes mm -hmm. non-military Our personnel. allies, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so. but see, but, but as you pointed out, um, when, when Bolton set that red line up, he thought he was in complete control. No, I think John Bolton's a smart guy. Yeah, I, I, I think smart. he. Very I think smart. he got what he could while he could. Uh, so he know he's not mm -hmm. stupid. Um, so anyway, you got that on one side, and then you, and then you've got a situation on the other side. Mm -hmm. So you basically got a tripartite Iranian system. You've got right. the people, you've got the Ayatollahship, and you've got the military. Right. It's not really military. It's IRGC. It's like the mm -hmm. CIA, basically. Sure. Okay. Um, so basically, you've got this very, very unstable situation in Iran. Mm -hmm. So the people are really pissed off with all the money that, that the Ayatollah ship has stolen. Mm -hmm. $150 billion from Barack Obama. Sure. Um, so right now, they're having riots right now. Um, and, yeah. And the mm -hmm. Ayatollah says, well, this is not good. And this that not was a good something situation. you would have never saw in Iran that did not get put down in a matter of days. I mean, no, no, no. Hours. Yeah, well, you're right. Hours. <laughs> they're having, they're it would be like, hey, yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting yeah, ready to yeah, ride over yeah, there. Oh, yeah. no, they're mm -hmm, not. Mm -hmm, yeah. So yeah. you've got a very delicate, you know, it's a, mm -hmm. a three-part system. Yes. Ayatollah ship doesn't want war. The people don't want war against the United mm -hmm. States. But the, but but the IRGC, IRGC would love a war. Yes, because, because they have a lot of the spoils. Mm -hmm. They want to. Sure, they get the they, spoils of the war. Absolutely. They, they want to 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 use our weapons against us. Sure. sure. They want to. They want to be in power. Um, they certainly do. So they want do. the power, and so you've got a very tenuous situation. The Ayatollah ship is losing power. The people are. They realize Rouhani has no power, mm -hmm. and we're like, well, let's get the. Maybe it's not a bad idea. Maybe the IRGC should have the power. Maybe yeah, the military that, should that have would be a bad mm -hmm. thing. So, sure, it would be a bad thing, but... So, yeah. 
So, However, for us, I think it would be it would be okay because at least now we would mm -hmm. know who we're fighting. Sure, we, so. would, we would see them on the battlefield. It wouldn't be. No, we would have no idea who we're fighting. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh no! No, none no. whatsoever. Okay. It'll be it'll be asymmetric. Exactly. Okay. So, mm -hmm. in other words, no matter no. what happens, they'll no. never. So, this is my hypothesis. My okay. hypothesis is we get into war with Iran. Okay. Um, oh, the other thing is that you know we had to fire red line. They have. A much better line. They've got their fatwa. So. <laughs> and, and their fatwa and their fatwa right. says U.S. kill it. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have it right. if you kill the U.S. Mm -hmm. troops. That's so, right. So, so we got the yeah. So very very tenuous lines right now. Um, but so the issue right now is that you've got this uh, the IRGC that is mm -hmm. more than willing to go to war. So sure. my hypothesis is that we go to war with Iran. Thanks to our president, after some U.S. troops die, mm -hmm. and I was ta talking with Fozel about this. The first thing that we will see, probably within days, is a nuclear explosion in mm -hmm. Iran. Yep. In other words, they're going to say, "We are just like North Korea." Exactly. We got nukes, guys. We got them. And and the <laughs> difference between the United States and North Korea. I hate to point this out. It's that we've done it before, so we know how sure. to use a nuclear weapon on sure. somebody. And, and, well, here's the thing. Once Iran actually test fires a number of small-range nukes, they're hoping that the same thing that happened in North Korea will happen with them, meaning nothing. Because no matter what anybody says, that's the only reason why we have not been involved with North Korea yeah, anymore because they said, hey, listen for this. Even at one time, they got so, so much goal, they fired one across Japan. Well, you know, Kim Jong-un has already promised Donald mm -hmm. Trump a Christmas present. Mm -hmm. And and I believe in my heart of hearts that what it's going to be, um, if he can fire a missile that can come close to Japan, then he can fire a missile that can come close to Hawaii. Not only that, we have um, one of the biggest B-52 bomber um, bases. bases is in Guam. So, so and, he wants to show us that mm -hmm. from where I sit, I can hit you. Yeah, it'll be Guam. It won't be yeah. the Hawaii. That's a little bit yeah. too close. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, but, yeah. but the point course, I'm trying to make is that you know, Kim Jong-un is not stupid. Oh, no. And and firing a missile as high up in the atmosphere as the last one mm -hmm. that he fired up mm -hmm. into the atmosphere, mm -hmm. um, while most people don't don't think that because it came, didn't come down anywhere of consequence, um, what it's told his engineers was that, you know, it could come down mm -hmm. and be remotely trajected to, to go someplace else. Now, always remember... When you have those type of tests, 
being fired into the atmosphere. You also have the Navy who Kim Jong-un has told, I want you to put this very weapon on these submarines. See, so all these things are happening all at the same time. We just focus on what's going up. Sure. Right. We're not focused on what's We're below. Sure. Right. See, and, so and, and, and that's and that, what and that's makes a, us vulnerable. Yeah, because we we are too one-sided. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. we 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 get focused on what sure. they want us to see. Yes. And we don't look at what's really. That's there. right. And I was about to say earlier when a lot of these things have been taking place, especially with the president, um, they're saying. Don't pay no attention to the guy behind the curtain. See, don't pay no attention to him. Yeah, look at what we're doing right here. And (laughs) and that's that's not really what it's about. Uh, It's what's behind the curtain, guys. It's what's behind the curtain. It's what's exactly. It's Mm -hmm. it's the guy Mm -hmm. behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. And and until you stop him. Mm You haven't done anything. You have not yeah. done nothing. And 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 the sad part is, is that there's no stopping him. Sure. Mm-mm. It really what, isn't. What's going to happen, and is the purpose of this show, um, the show that, that we're airing, that we're recording today is going to air on Thursday. Yeah. And on Thursday, we're going to be talking about what just happened this week. Sure. And, and the things that have happened this week. For the United States as a whole, are very dangerous. Mm-hmm. We're focused on what's going on in Washington D.C., but I there's just so much other stuff going on that we're not even taking a look at, that we're not even hearing mm-hmm. about, that that the the media is not even doesn't even have the time to talk about. Sure, uh-huh. you know um, what's for lack of better words. What's so good about being a Christian is that you already know these things are coming. They have already been foretold. We are already in our last days and times. So what's being told to us right now as Christians, get your affairs in order because we're in the last days and times. And most people don't believe that, but we truly are. All you have to do is look around and you'll say, wow, I better get my affairs in order. I better get right with Jesus Christ. I better get right with the Father. Uh-huh. That's all you can do. Well, because there's, there's, there's nothing left after that. Well, that's true. Well, there's, there's the kingdom. See, yeah. Andrew looks at yeah. it because... Mm-hmm. Andrew, Andrew sees, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm ready to get my, my, yes. my bride clothes together. Cause there it's you go. That's right. Exactly. I, I do believe that um, the United States, we're, we're going through uh, a lot of really bad turbulence right now. And a lot of it, most of it is actually our own fault. Sure. Um, we were warned. Um, we were warned in 2016 mm. when when Trump got elected. Sure. There were warnings. That's right. Uh, you know. And um, here's the thing: no good Christian Christian can say, "I didn't know," because you're already 
Revelation speaks on this. Everything that is happening, Revelation is speaking. And what is Revelation? The word Revelation derived from the word reveal. See, that means you have already been revealed the knowledge of what's going to take place. So if you got knowledge of the fact that if I keep driving down there and run that stop sign, I'm going to get in a wreck. And you do it anyway. When you get in the wreck. That's right. You should say nothing. That's right. You can only blame yourself. Thank you. Because God has already sent his son and has already written the things that Christians should be doing. And that's packing our bags, getting ready to go to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. See, that's all we can do. You know, all the guns and bombs and nuclear weapons, you name it, that doesn't even come close to God's wrath. No. Doesn't even come close. And 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 there are stories in the Bible of God's wrath. One sure. of the most powerful stories of God's wrath is what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, Good synopsis. Uh, well, because, you know... Um, but but it's not just what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah, because when we tell that story, we we kind of gloss over Lot's wife. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, <laughs> and, and, and and the point I'm trying to make with Lot's wife mm-hmm. um, is that when God gets ready to do these things, He tells you what you need to do. Yeah. And your disobedience gets you into trouble like Lot's wife. Yeah. So I'm going to close yeah. it off on one other point. Okay. Simon and Gomorrah is nothing. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. And, and no. the reason I say that is if you read Revelation, mm-hmm. it talks about the scorpion's bite. Mm, and it says yes. for six months, people will seek death and shall not find it. That's right. In other words... For six months, the laws of physics will be defied. So there will be people, there will be a nuclear holocaust. People's skin will be peeling off. Their mm-hmm. eyes will be falling out of their eyes. Their tongue mm-hmm. will be dissipating. And they're going to try to kill themselves for six months. Sure. They're going to take a gun to their head. They're going to jump off. They're going to jump off. They'll light themselves on fire. They'll take a bunch of pills. They'll, they'll hang no- themselves. They'll notice that the rope will break. And they will not be able to kill themselves. That's right. That's God's wrath. That's right. And that's and that's a fitting punishment. <laughs> They're gonna be begging to, to die. die. Yes, I th- I remember Andrew. We 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 did a whole show about that. Oh yeah. A couple. Mm-hmm. Of, I, th- yeah. I, I don't think it was last year. I think it was year yeah. before. And God's last gonna year. say, not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. That's right. Yeah. You haven't paid your dues yet. You have not paid yet. And and it's it's gonna be real sad. Yeah. But it's coming. But, it, you know, like you said, it truly is God that will be doing that. Exactly. It will be totally against any laws of physics that we know exactly. of Exactly. Right That's right. Now, before we before we end the show and close it out, I want to make, I just want to remind everyone that what we're talking about, there is there is a ton of information about what we're talking about. Exactly. That's updated hourly. At the prophecy dot blog, mm-hmm. and um, 
all we're here doing on Thursdays is summarizing mm -hmm. what happened last week. But to stay up to date, to know what's happening right now, mm -hmm. yeah, hop on over to the prophecy.blog and and uh, there's there's you don't need to do anything. Just go there and begin to read. Yes. You don't need to sign up for anything. Nobody wants your credit card. We don't need we don't we don't care. We want you to know what's going on in the world. Yes. And the mainstream media is not telling you anything. Um, it's not just Fox News or MSNBC. None of them are telling you what's going on, mainly because they don't have people on the ground. And another reason is because if such organizations literally gave you the truth and put you on your way, we wouldn't buy any more the newspapers. We wouldn't flip on that one-eyed monster and listen to the news anymore because we, especially Christians, Christians already have the truth. It's, it's right in our hands. Exactly. If you have a Bible, and I'm sure you do, mm -hmm. just open Revelations. That's right. But if you go to the prophecy.blog, you will see Revelations revealed mm -hmm. because That's right. the, the writers are in the Middle East, they're on the ground, they're yes. in Iraq and mm -hmm. Iran and Syria. They see what's happening and they're reporting on what is going on now. Yes. Not and, and the thing is, once they take their documents to their company and the editor, he goes through that. Oh, no, you can't tell that truth. Oh, yeah. You can't tell that you truth. You can't tell that Just truth. Just give them those four words right there. Right. And, <laughs> you know? and, and, and so, and, and so our, our news is unfiltered. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to wait for ABC. Sure. And, and you don't mm -hmm. have to chase the tail of the fox. Mm -hmm. And um, MSNBC, they don't know it all. Neither does CNN. So the prophecy.blog is where you want to go. Um, I want to thank you again, Doc, mm -hmm. because uh, as I always say every week, I learn more every mm -hmm. time I sit here and mm -hmm. talk to you. Purcell, mm -hmm. thank you. It, it's always my pleasure to have you <laughs> in the studio. With I appreciate us. that because uh, I, I, I think uh, it's sad, but I don't think uh, that very many people in the country today understand the military side of what's really happening. Mm -hmm. And and the military people that do, they're not gonna talk about it. Exactly. That that's sure. that's why they got out. Yep. So until next time, I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This has been the Prophecy Show on the Christ the King Radio Network. And until next time, love God and each other. Beautiful.